infinity and beyond! No choice. Here comes the smolder. Some people are worth melting for. Wow. So great that gods would hang a picture of them in the stars. Float like a Cadillac, sting like a beaver. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Anyone can cook. Hello, everyone. Happy Mother's Day and welcome to the World of Diz podcast. Today, we will be going through and highlighting several of our favorite and often overlooked Disney moms. If you have not followed us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at the World of Diz podcast. But before we get into this, let me introduce the team for today. And it is actually just me and Sydney. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Yay, I'm not hosting. Small group today, and I'm back to kicking off the episode. My name is Mark, and um, I mean, let's see. Do, do we have much round table? We have some big Disney. There's a lot of Disney news that's actually come out since the last time we did some kind of classic round table Disney news. And it's almost to the point where we're going to um, we might just um, put it make it a whole like its own episode or maybe i'll just pop in and make a bonus episode just kind of highlighting it all a lot has to do with just like the dining plane coming back park reservations uh semi kind of going away uh genie plus i believe is about to get easier there's a lot to break down but i think i mean I'm, we won't dive deep into it today but i'm excited about all of it Lots of awesome, awesome news that's come out. Yeah, since we recorded last, what we were chatting about before, we're like, it kind of is so much. I think there were five major, was it four or five major things that they released all at once? And it's big. Yeah, so it's Disney really said, we're going to give it to you, but we're going to bless you with everything at once. So I think it really will be a good little extra, either bonus or its own whole episode, because by then, who knows what other information might have come out about that stuff. Yeah, we might just have to do its own thing, and I tell you what, though, it's January, it's not coming out till January, but those trips that you start, well, booking, you start booking those in May. But also, some of it for annual passing cast members is changing before January. Mm -hmm. So, it, but a lot of it, yeah, overall, most of it, like, the big overall things for non-annual pass for and non-cast members mm -hmm. that's january yes for okay. sure and um did I, you know i'm thinking through all these things and the dining plane coming back is probably what i'm most excited about but i would anything to make genie plus a little just less complicated than it is uh i think that I'm they're bringing back a form of like that kind of that pre-planning yeah. I just yeah. hate going there with my family and just being on our phones the entire day trying like and it's just a whole it's a whole complicated Disney's complicated now it used to not be I think it'll help and obviously this will get touched on a little bit as we go but I won't necessarily be on that episode just because of travel or a pop in for this extra stuff but I think honestly dining plan's awesome but I'm most excited for the genie plus stuff because it will make it easier and because it means that you are off your phone more, you get to spend more time with your family, and hopefully things will crash less often. But uh, the dining plan is 
awesome that it's coming back. But I think for ease of life at Disney, not necessarily expense at Disney, but ease of life, the Genie Plus changes will be awesome. Yeah, for sure. I'm ready to get into today's episode. How are you feeling? Yeah. Well, today, I I have a good list, too. You know, we're not necessarily ranking these. I kind of have, you know, my top, I don't know, I may have seven or eight on here. I don't know, five, six. Sydney said she has five here. So, but we'll, oh, more? How many do you have? I have ten, expecting that you were going to have a couple of the same ones. So I have extra. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We don't have to get through all of them, but we'll hi- we'll definitely go through and highlight. Um, I got some popular ones on here, but I have some that I think are a little, you know, often overlooked. Right. Why don't you go first? Give me, give me your number number one, or just give me any of them. Let's just get this discussion started. The, today's going to be pretty discussion based. Uh, so I did not rank any of mine. But mm-hmm. I first went with um, Kanga from Winnie the Pooh. Really? Kanga and I Little Roo. on my list. You do or you don't? Yeah, I, I do. That's, I love, okay, so I love the Winnie the Pooh characters. I love, like, the older, I say older, I think it was, like, when we were younger. So early 2000s. Actually, it might have been closer to 2007-ish based on, I think, my sister's age. But, like. All the little TV shows they've had and all the movies. I love Kanga and Rue. And I just think she's an awesome mom. Yeah. Well, what I see in Kanga is I see just like a very caring, caring figure. And, you know, all those different, all the different Winnie the Pooh characters have all these different personalities. You know, like Tigger is so rambunctious and, you know, they're like rabbit is rabbit, but Kanga is just that sweet, caring, you know, for little Rue. And I really, I really think that she gets overlooked. I, I love that you put her on the list. I liked her. She was actually one of the first ones I thought of, too, obviously, by me saying her early on. Really? And, you know, Rue is, Rue's a lot to keep up with. <laughs> So, of a sh- lot of the characters, like he's one of the younger, mm-hmm. not necessarily, but I feel like he is one of the younger characters that's portrayed only as younger. Yeah. Hey, shout out, shout out to Rue, or shout out to Kanga, I should say. I'll go and get Who's my first. I'll go and get my first one. I have Queen Eleanor from Brave. Okay, so she was one of my backups. Was she? Yeah. You know, Queen Queen Eleanor. Let's just say, Merida was a handful. You know, great movie, great soundtrack, but that that girl was a handful. And um, you know, Merida didn't treat her all that well through most of the movie. But Queen Eleanor, I mean, she she stuck to. Um, I guess I should say, just stuck to her guns on things and was just stayed her nurturing mother self to Merida and was also teaching her all these life lessons while she was a bear, I guess. And I mean, come on, she had triplets. 
She had triplets. All feisty redheads, too. Four yes. feisty redheads. That's a handful, and she did an awesome job. We have to deal with one feisty redhead on our podcast, and we can barely keep up. She deals Thanks, with three. Mark. But I absolutely love it. Um, it's, of course, she she did lose her temper at that in that one scene. <laughs> Drew Meredith's bow into the fire, but yeah. Um, you know they both learned some lessons, but she stayed that. She's. I think that she stayed a good mom through most of the movie. Oh, okay. So my next one on my list is. Chicha from The Emperor's New Groove. I had her as a backup. <laughs> I, that was one that I said that one's overlooked a lot, like that movie overall, but we've also said that we like it a lot. She is an awesome mom to two just adorable kids, and then she's one of the first, if not I believe the first uh, Disney uh, character portrayed as pregnant in one of the movies. Hmm. I believe. But just seeing her with those kids, taking on the whole farm and everything she takes on, and then taking Cusco in and just helping him out. But also, I love her, how she does have the sense of humor and a little bit of scheming behind her when Yzma and Croc come. Oh, she's just awesome to watch with, again, the kids, but also, you gotta see the little bit of spunk she has. She does, and she does it all while carrying a child. And... You know, she takes Cusco kind of under her wing, especially if you've seen the show, Cusco's New School. Like, she plays a big part in that. You know, she kind of just takes him under her wing. But, you know, we say how overrated this movie is. Under. Or uh, not overrated. Underrated. I'm sorry. Underrated this movie is. But, hey, this movie will get a lot of love on this podcast. And we're not ashamed of it. But... Um, when I, I agree with you when she schemes up against Kronk and Ke- when, in Yzma, I mean, come on, that's like one of the best parts of the movie and just going on and on with Yzma and scheming and handling this. And I mean, handling those kids while her husband was out doing all this stuff and carrying a baby. Shout out to Chicha. Well, and then in the TV show, like you started touching on the baby is born, so it's the three kids. And it's yeah. awesome to see her take on the three of them. And also, I've got to say, they are, though, they enjoy their schemes as any good Disney movie TV show. They are well-mannered, like, awesome kids, it seems, which is so weird to say. But she raised good kids. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. My next Disney mom is Kala from Tarzan. I have that. Hey, great! I said I thought we'd have some overlap. Like I knew we'd have some overlap, which is why I came with that. I was like thinking through, like, okay, here's some ones that we don't talk about enough. Because I'm like, okay, everybody's gonna have Mrs. Incredible on our list. Like, I didn't put her on my list. I had her as one of my like basic ones, but I wasn't necessarily gonna say her because I mean, Helen Parr is an awesome mom, classic, good, like that's Mm -hmm. a classic one. But Kala from Tarzan. I give Tarzan some love and have talked about how much I love the soundtrack, especially from the movie, and how You'll Be In My Heart, which is her song to Tarzan, mm-hmm. is one of my absolute favorites ever. 
And if you go back and listen to our March Madness episode, you'll be surprised by how much love and Tarzan and man, you'll find out how far Tarzan got in the scheme of all Disney movies. But, you know, Kala is, she's a strong, strong mom. Of course, um, she dealt with the death of her gorilla son and eventually adopted Tarzan. Um, I mean, she saved Tarzan from like a stinking leopard. If that doesn't say anything, like, come on. One of the most intense, terrifying parts of a movie, in my opinion. I don't know. I know how that how that part goes, and it still freaks me out every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. The end of the movie, I'll highlight her at the end of the movie, too. At the end of the movie, when Tarzan decides, like, hey, it's time for me to leave the jungle, you know, she put his feelings ahead of hers. Um, and, of course, you'll be in my heart. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, chef's kiss. <laughs> you want to go ahead and share your next one? Sure. I have Eudora from Princess and the Frog. Okay. This is one that I knew Sky could not be here, but I knew she would appreciate. She is an awesome mom. She's such a hard worker, such an amazing display. Carries on taking care of Tiana after um, her husband, Tiana's dad, passes in the military and just having to carry on after that. And still raising such an amazing daughter, such a hard worker, and such just a sweet, gentle soul overall. You can see how yeah. kind and caring she is to not only Tiana, uh, but everyone she comes in contact with. She was just a good role model in general. Yeah. Very, very overlooked Disney character. I'm all, I love it. Well, my next one. Did you have anything to say on that? And again. Or is that kind of it? Okay. No, well, my next it. my next character is Mrs. Davis from Toy Story. Mrs. Davis is she's int- introduced in Toy Story, like the original, and she proves just to be this single mother to Andy and. Molly you know never she got her kids a dog um she stood up for her values you know protecting even like Woody um and then of course we see her in Toy Story 3 grieving as her son goes away to college and I don't think Andy's mom gets quite enough love i mean she did it all by herself we don't know where the dad went um there's a lot of um i guess theories behind andy's mom and her dad but i thought that she deserved to be on this list that's fair i have my one live action one next this is a disney movie but uh, and it's one of my favorites ever, and it's kind of in the name, and that's Elizabeth from Parent Trap. Okay. So I haven't Elizabeth. taken this one, and I haven't seen that movie in so long. Like I know what it is, but especially why? Why is she on your list? Especially the Lindsay Lohan one. I've seen more. My sister and I both loved that growing up, so I've watched it a lot. 
And though she did split and didn't know her one daughter, she did what she thought was best for both girls, what she thought was best for her then husband, then ex, and now husband again. But that she gave him the chance to be able to get to know one of the girls, but also gave um, her daughter that she had, like, in her custody, the best chance in life that she could. I mean, sending her to California to go to a camp, I think it was California. Sunny or the U.S. from um, over London to a camp to get to spend the summer. And she's a wedding uh, designer, amazing mom. She had some ditzy points of just craziness as she was going in the movie to see her ex. But it's like, I'm only doing it for my daughters. Mm-hmm. And she everything she does throughout the whole movie is for her girls. Yeah. Some of it's for her own amusement, too, with Meredith Blake, who is her ex's girlfriend during most of the movie. Uh, But everything she does is for her girls. So she just has an outpouring of love for them. And you can see it throughout the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, I wish it's. It's unique that you um, that you brought her up. I would never have thought of her, but I'm all I'm all for that. That's that's a good pick. I had to double check. I was like, it's on Disney Plus. That's a Disney, 99.9% Disney. sure it's yeah. Disney. But I was like, I had to double check that. But yes, I thought Liz Elizabeth was a good one. Here for my next one. I'm going to go with not technically a birth mother, but Nani from Lilo and Stitch. Okay. So I went with plain, simple mothers. I wasn't putting not I. There were a couple that I didn't put on my list because they were not the birth mother. So I did not put them on my list because I didn't know if you would give me sass for it. It's okay. My next one's not a birth mother either. Oh goodness. But okay, I'm I'm I. This one's an awesome one. She's an awesome big sister role model. And takes the role of mom in this case to Lilo. So I will let this one pass. We'll see if I let the next one pass. Yeah. Um, you know, this Lilo obviously was not easy, you know, to but you know, there's again theories behind everything, but ultimately Nani raised Lilo. And she did it young. I mean, she's not very old in these movies, and they're close in age. And you see in the movie where movies where Lilo sometimes sees her as like a mother figure, sometimes sees her as a sister, and Nani doubles it as both, and I think does very well doing it. And um, obviously, you see. A lot of the hardships in it, and uh, there's a there's a lot of deep life lessons in the Lego and Stitch movie. Now that I think about it, but um. Well, and they've got the they've got the movies and the TV shows too that have some awesome mm-hmm. lessons in yeah. there. And taking on oh not goodness, only as like a, her sister taking on caring for her full time, but also then adding Stitch and Jumba and Sleekly that she cares for too. I love it. And of course, her and David are just a power couple. Like, 
I, I wish them. they showed them like fully getting together. That's my pet peeve. Is like, okay, Disney, come on, you could have done it. You could have given it to us. <laughs> check out our Valentine's Day episode. We show them some love in there too. I'm just giving plugs for all our recent episode, but. Okay, do you have any more? I've got a couple more. Okay, let's hear one. Um, I'm debating which one because I'm trying to pick and choose which ones I do. And I think I'm going to say Perdita from 101 Dalmatians. Wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I didn't think of her. Because not only did she have her 13, yes, 13 of hers and take amazing care of them. But then went on the search for them and extreme looking and then found the 100 or the rest of them making it 101 and being willing to take them all on and just be the mama to all of them. Adoption story like no other. Like no other ends up what not 80 something more kids than she started with. Crazy. I, I, really good movie. And really good mom i'm i mean yeah her and pongo both they went through a lot and <laughs> 101 dogs home and um yeah i absolutely love that good good pick good pick um okay so my next one is not this she's a mom yeah she's a grandma though i am going with queen no Louise rinaldi Okay, I'll let it slide. From the Princess you, Diaries. You could have given her mom a shout out too. Name I'm blanking on. I'm only coming with her the actress's name. You could have given mom a shout out too. Wasn't Helen the mom? Helen, thank you. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that. We'll, we'll just Good. give them both some love. I mean, they're both okay. I I hate it because she does have a mom, so she has a mother figure who mm-hmm. does take good care of her. And I want to give her credit because she was a single mother, got or she got divorced. Then not only were they divorced, but then her ex, like uh, Mia's father, died too. Mm-hmm. So not only did you become a single mother by getting by separating, but then your child's father dies, and so not only are you taking on that of you were separated, so she had both, but going from that to taking on the responsibility and helping Mia through losing her father. And then raising another son. Yeah. Um, we we don't give these movies enough love either. I mean, we need to bring the, these. These are my two, favorites. We need to bring these two movies up to the level of love that we give to Emperor's New Groove because Princess. I like the second one better. I think actually, the um, they're both just they're so good. But man, let's give Queen Clarice Rinaldi specifically some love. I mean. Grandma, Queen, uh, you know, it's, there's so much I could dive into here, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Well, Just that slumber party scene alone. Yes, well, and there's a line that whatever you just said triggered it. I'm forgetting what it is. It was, oh, it's, as a grandma, I cannot condone it. But, wow, that was really British. Um, (laughs) Or trying to be, I don't know why. But as a grandmother, I cannot condone it. Or as a queen, I cannot condone it. As a grandma, I say right on and that's just her the whole time and her 
with Mia and helping Mia become the best queen she princess and queen she can be. And mattress surfing. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that uh uh Queen Clarice really kind of like Nani finds that balance between being the queen and the grandma. I think that they did a phenomenal drive job designing her role in that movie actually and come on julie andrews need i say more yeah that's totally fair i don't disagree with most of what you said though i do disagree and think we'll get some hate because she is not mia's mother she is a mother and she's a grandmother but i feel like we might get some backlash for including queen clarice in there though i do love her Oh, I don't think we were. Credit, you're right. I mean, anytime Julie Andrews is in there, like, come on. I know not actually people who hate. hate Julie Andrews. Oh. I, my, I have friends that hate Julie Andrews. I've never seen Mary Poppins. I'll never see anything with her in it. It's so, I'm like, how would, how could you live that life? That's so depressing. Word. Do they listen to this podcast? <laughs> uh, one of them does, yes. Oh, the boy. daughter will know. The daughter will be laughing. My friend will be laughing, going, "Yep, that would be my mother," because my friend was the one who was deprived her whole life of Julie Andrews, and I started showing her Princess Diaries and other things because her mom hates Julie Andrews and had to watch it too much as a kid, and so uh, she has a hatred for her. Can we get Julie Andrews on this podcast? I think that one would be the hardest one we've spoken about yet. Oh my word! That is that would be my dream, like. Julie Andrews, Andrews, if you are listening to this episode, ever. if you are listening to this episode, you know, when we post about this episode coming out, tag Julie Andrews in the comment. Tell her what, to. Can you even, does she have an Instagram? I have no idea, but if she does, tell her to go to minute, I don't know, 30 ish of this episode, wherever we are right now. <laughs> about 30. You know, let's get Julie Andrews on a podcast episode. That would be our dream come true but um why don't you give your next one is this your last one okay good that was, yeah, that it'll, was my this last. will be my last one okay perfect um and this one hits close to my heart a little bit which i think you'll be surprised when i say this um but the mom from inside out i believe the name is jill interesting um partially okay. because so i haven't I have moved a lot throughout my life and been through those stages of restarting, finding new people, all that. So I understand what Riley is going through some with that. And I'm very thankful that my mom was that mom who helped me through all the transitions and changes as we moved from three different states, going to college, going to live in Florida for a time. And I remained here in Lynchburg, obviously, which is set away from my mom in Maryland, but I'm, like, I love watching her try to cheer up Riley, because I am very often the Riley in the situation, and my mom is like that, where she will tell me how it is, but at the same time, just try to cheer me up, so that one hit close to home, and reminded me a lot of my mom and I's relationship. You know what that mom also has to deal with is that dad. Because that, okay. that dad is such a dad. And that's the, my dad is not like that dad 
but also I feel like all dads have some commonality. Or I don't know. I feel like that dad and my dad, it's the dad it's but my dad's like the dad jokes and the fun. Very like extremely caring and kind and gentle, but at the same time <laughs> my dad is not nearly as for lack of better spacey and kind of out of it at points. He's dad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. And again, what she really does know how to just cheer Riley up. And that's what she does throughout a lot of the movie. You'll see it while also parenting her through everything that Riley's going through emotionally. Um, I'm, I absolutely love that. Um, absolutely love that pick. That's really good. Um, live. Isn't that the voice that goes on inside Riley's mom's head? <laughs> The Brazilian air pilot. Uh, yeah, so I I don't even remember what I had forgotten about that, but yes. I love that movie. I, I really do. Awesome. I mean, I had a lot of fun doing this. This was fun. Uh, we I I didn't realize we'd be on the same page as what we were. Uh, but I think we also got some moms that people wouldn't necessarily think about. And again, not to discredit people like Mrs. Um, Incredible and. Are there some of the more popular moms out there? But um Mrs. Incredible and Mrs. Potts were two of the more popular ones. Mrs. Potts was a big one. Yeah. There's there's some bad moms out there too. Uh, Mother Gothel. I told my mom we were Mother, doing this, and my mom goes, <laughs> Mother Gothel. <laughs> I was like, like the, You the are awful. Cinderella stepmom. Oh my word. I had so much fun with this. I almost put in Gabriela Montez's mom just because I needed to, but I, I decided not to. <laughs> awesome. Or not. Hey, also, before we close out this episode, um, let's just say that we really miss Skye um, being on here. She will be back. I promise you she's she hasn't left the podcast, um, but uh, she's... Um, going through just uh time right now and just where she's having some trouble um just getting on it with timing scheduling and other things if you want to send her a message on instagram tell her you miss her um we certainly do and we look forward to having her back um back with us um as soon as possible yeah you can send her stuff or send a podcast love for her and hopefully she'll be back because i'm about to be I had said last week I didn't think I would make it on this week. I made it on today, but I am out. So hopefully. Oh, she um, needs to be back with me. I I, yeah. I really miss her her humor as well. Just said her side comments, her sass. She brings a lot to the podcast. I miss someone to back me up at all times <laughs> and fight with you. Sorry. In other words, we're thankful for Sky and what she brings to the pod. But anyway. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the World of Diz podcast. We appreciate your support and we look forward to sharing more and more Disney content with you. Again, if you have not followed us on Instagram, you can find us there at the World of Diz podcast. And if you have any questions, you can DM us there or email us at the World of Diz podcast at gmail.com. When this episode comes out, please be sure to 
tag Julie Andrews. We really need her to come on this podcast. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you real soon. Bye, everyone.